Hello, everyone. This is Jenna, and you are listening to What Is Your Money Really For podcast. Last time, we listened to Jennifer Morita talk about certified divorced financial analyst and what that really had the impact of going through a divorce and how really she can help you come out better on the other side. Previous to that, though, we listened to Jordan Bradford do a little bit more of a Q&A on investment planning. And we had some inquiries come in. So I brought in another financial professional, Jeff Beck, financial advisor with the Trinell Financial Group. And today he's going to elaborate on some of the questions that were asked, which was great. So if you guys ever have any questions, please feel free to call us or email us. We have no issues with that. But today I want to talk about diversification. Okay. So Jeff has been a financial advisor with us for seven years. Correct. Yep. And during this time, Jeff has you know grown his book of business and he's going to talk to some of the, the strategies or deployments that he does with diversification. So Jeff, first and foremost, I'd like to start off with what does it mean to diversify with investments? And then I got a couple more questions after that. <laughs> Yeah, great question. So I think we've all heard probably the phrase, right, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Absolutely. And that's that's a very common phrase we've heard, and it really is uh, true, right? That's why it's a phrase that we've heard, uh, because it is true. So I think where some people get it confused oftentimes is by investing with one particular firm. I've had clients come to me before saying, I'd like to keep some money at this institution and mm. some at this institution. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not really the, the true meaning of diversification, right? You can, you can have all of your retirement assets with one firm and still be truly diversified. And so what diversification really is when it comes to investing your assets is making sure that you're invested in different areas of the market. So the, the two main ways that I think of diversification are cap sizes. So we have large cap, small cap, mid cap, international holdings, emerging market holdings, right? Different types of holdings. Wait, wait, break that down. Break that down even further. What do you mean mid cap, large cap? Is that companies? Yes. Great question. So yes, when we hear cap sizes, right, that's all about basically the market cap size of each company. Okay. So when you think of a large cap company, right, you're talking about huge companies we hear about all the time, right? Your McDonald's your Johnson & Johnson's, Amazon's, right? Things of that nature, very well-established large companies. And basically as they go down in market share, they become a mid-cap size or a small-cap size. I joke around with our clients often, right? If you're thinking more of the small-cap, that could be a brand new business, someone who's still working out of their garage, Got right? It. Something along those lines. Generally a little bit bigger than that, but right, it all works on cap size in, in the market space. Um, so that's one huge way to do it, right? Obviously, the larger the company, the more established they are, right? The more conservative that type of investment is. If you're talking about a brand new company, right? Really no revenue or definitely no profits yet. There's obviously a lot more risk involved with those types of companies and types of investments. Of course. So that's one big way to diversify, right? Is the types of companies by size based on their market share. The second big way to diversify um, is really based on different sectors of the market. So when we think of that, right, there's generally 10 sectors of the market pe people think of. Um, you've probably heard of a lot of them, consumer foods, consumer staples, energy, utilities, retail, 
technology, right on down the list. Um, so that's another big way that you can diversify. If you have technology is a big one right now, right? Correct. Yeah. So technology is, is a great one to talk about right over the past year, really 2020 as a whole, we saw the market really carried by technology sector, right? A lot of the growth that we saw was in technology companies and in that sector in general. So that's, that's a great example. If you were invested all in technology last year, you probably had a great year. Absolutely. But then there are other years where technology can be the worst performing sector, right? That's happened for the dot-com bubble back in the early 2000s. Things of that nature can happen. So that's a great point, right? When we say diversifying, mm -hmm. you don't want to be fully invested in one sector of the market, all into technology companies. You want to make sure that you're spreading your money out into all of those different sectors and then also into those different cap sizes of companies. So you have some exposure into different sectors of the market, okay. different areas, as well as different sizes of companies that you're investing in. So those are the two biggest options to look at or the two biggest things to look at when diversifying. Cap correct. size and sectors. That is correct. Yeah, that's probably the two main ways that you can really focus on diversifying your assets. Okay, so then right Okay, that's awesome. So cap size and sectors, that's good to know. So what else then, when you diversify, I loved your comment in the beginning, I didn't even think about that. I've never even thought about that of diversifying at different locations, mm -hmm. right? Being able to utilize that under one roof. So for example, then when someone, my question to based off of that is when someone goes to look for a firm to, and I know you're biased, the trail financial group, but think of this in a, think of this in a broader sense, right? When someone goes to look for a financial planning firm, then what should they be looking for when doing that? Right. Should they be looking for more of the, or actually I'm not going to answer it for you. You just go ahead and answer it. So when looking for a firm, what should they be looking for? Um, so, so really one of the things, right, like I said, a little biased based on the company that I work for, but one of the things I do enjoy about our company is that we are independent. So we're able to, to work with every different company really that's out there. Um, so that is something that can come into play, right? I'll touch on just briefly here, annuities, for example. So that's just a, a, a vehicle you can utilize, right? An investment vehicle, a lot of people utilize for retirement. So you could go directly to an annuity company, right? An insurance company that offers annuities and you could buy an annuity from them. So if you're looking to do that, right? God forbid something ever happened to that particular insurance company, right? That could possibly be detrimental to you long-term. Absolutely. Right? If they happen to go under, Creditors are coming in, right? Who are they yeah. going to be able to pay out, right? What guarantees are they going to be able to, to actually hold up to? Um, so that would be an example of a sense where you could diversify into different companies. Mm -hmm. So I guess when I mentioned that early on, if you're thinking about working with a financial advisor, if the assets aren't held directly at that firm, right? If they have a separate custodian, you shouldn't have to worry about going to multiple different firms. But if you are investing directly in that firm, they are the custodian in the example I'm giving with annuities, then you could utilize some diversification in that as well. So you could invest in a nationwide annuity directly with them. And then you could also invest in a Transamerica annuity directly with them as well. And that way you could be diversifying your risk a little bit. Again, God forbid something happened to one of those annuity companies, the insurance companies, um, and you know, they went out of business for some reason. So that there is a layer to that. 
when you look at directly investing with companies that are not independent, where you could diversify some risk in that sense. So what does it mean to be independent then? So you say when you're looking for a financial advisor, look for an independent firm. Does that mean an independent firm can also invest with Nationwide, Transamerica, and three other products? Yeah, exactly right. So I, I guess I shouldn't say you should always look for an independent firm. I just personally, and again, little bias behind that, but I, I just think it's a really great position to be in if you're independent, right? It means that you're working with an independent broker dealer and you basically have no proprietary products then. What does proprietary mean? Yeah, so proprietary, of course, means that that is a product specifically for that company. Sometimes it means that no other company can use those products. And sometimes it just means they that company is unable to use any other products from other companies. So that's something definitely to keep in mind. Again, doesn't mean you have to work with a company that's independent, but that is a benefit, in my opinion, that you're able to work with one company who then is able to work with many other companies. And that helps diversify some of your risk, right? Diversify products, et cetera. Okay. Thank you. That That's big to me. I didn't understand all that when we were first getting it. When I first got into this industry, I didn't understand any of that. So independent. So that's something, if you are calling a financial planning firm, you can ask if they're independent, meaning that they can invest in multiple different products, right? Utilizing that terminology. So my next question to you, Jeff, is we actually had someone comment in um, right when the Reddit and AMC uh, situation was going on. What would you, so say someone comes to you, if you have a client, what would you say if someone came to you and said, should I invest in this, right? Should I utilize this? Should I follow, should I, should I follow what they're saying on Reddit, right? Obviously there's, there's something to it. Should I follow it? What, you know, what do I do, Jeff? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, it, it's a tough one, but it is a great question. So when I'm sitting down with my clients and they're coming to me with those types of questions, right? And we'll focus specifically on AMC and, and GameStop, uh, with the Reddit situation. Um, you know, in today's world, right, there's so much information out there. Things are able to move so fast. Um, there's a lot of ways to make money out there, right? There's just many different things that we can be doing, right? A lot of people are calling them side hustles these days, right? Things that you can be doing outside of just your normal job. And so there is opportunity for that because of our, our world that we're living in, right? In our financial space and the regulations that we have, I would never want to recommend that someone do something like that because of the risks that are involved, okay. right? If I'm willing to, to put my name behind it and say that it's a good investment, right? That's now I could be held liable down the road. So it's not something that I would ever recommend that one of our clients does, but with that being said, right, there is opportunities out there. And if someone is is willing to to basically take some risk, right, and, and look for some some potential upside, um, I tell them that's something that has to just be totally up to you, right? I always say, do your homework first, right? Do your due diligence, make sure that you feel comfortable in what you're doing. And the way I kind of break it down for them is you have your serious money, right? Your, your large sum of money that you've been saving up for your lifetime that you plan to retire with. And then you might have your side money, right? And whatever that means exactly for you, everyone's number is a little bit different. I say when it comes to your serious money, right? You want a good long-term conservative, semi-conservative type of portfolio that's just gonna earn you a nice consistent rate of return over time. 
if you have some fun money, some whatever money you like to call it on the side, that you'd basically be okay with if it was nothing the next day, that's money you could invest into stocks of that nature, right? They're calling them meme stocks or, or things off of Reddit, right? Whatever the, the name is that they're using. If you say, well, I have $1,000 here today and I was going to go take it to the casino tomorrow, that would be money that you could invest in AMC, right? And try and, and see if you could turn that into 5,000, 10,000, whatever the, the number might be. Um, that, that's kind of how I share that with them, right? I'm not going to recommend you go do it. I want you to be very aware of the risks that are involved with it. If you're okay with, like I said, not having that money tomorrow, that's kind of that number that you should feel comfortable with then investing in those those types of companies. So that's interesting then. So one, I love that idea, right? Whether it's about whatever based off of what you're doing, but if it's a thousand dollars, right? Being okay that that's not there tomorrow. Um, okay. So where would you recommend that someone then go do that, right? How would, so say someone says, okay, I got a thousand dollars that I want to go, you know, utilize out there, where would you recommend that they go do that through? Yeah. So with our clients on our platform and the way that we're set up, right, we're not set up to be day traders. So with a lot of those types of, of riskier stocks and meme stocks that you could be investing in, right, a lot of people are looking to day trade those in the sense that you might buy in today at $10 and before the day's up, it goes to $20, right? And you double your money. You might want to sell out of that position quickly, right? Realize that that gain that you get from there and just get out of that position. So our platform here is not really set up to, to work well with those types of trades. So if clients do want to go ahead with it, and that's about the one thing I can give them a little recommendation on is say you could check out this platform or that platform. Um, so there, there are quite a few now today that I believe you can use right from your phone. So very easy to use. You can make quick trades on them. Robinhood is one. I believe Stash is another one that I've heard of clients using. Um, so that's a great spot to be able to go, like to so kind of use your fun money, place trades throughout the day, whatever you feel comfortable doing. Uh, if you have any other type of brokerage account set up, you know, at E-Trade or Charles Schwab possibly, I think those are a little bit more set up to be able to do some day trades and things of that nature. So that's kind of where I would go if you're planning on doing some of that day trading. Okay. Well, thank you, Jeff. So we talked a lot about diversification, right? Diversification is one word, but we talked about many different topics for that. So that was awesome. And then you got a little insight towards the AMC, right? Reddit information. There is a lot of information that's out there and it's, it's hard to understand what do you What's the best way to utilize this information? So please feel free to reach out to us if you have any further questions, but we are excited to continue to educate the world to help us learn how to be more financially literate. If you guys have any questions, reach out to us, 847-680-9050. This is the podcast, What Is Your Money Really For? The Trinell Financial Group is an independent firm not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp., independent contractor of Money Concepts International, Inc., all securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp., member of FINRA, SIPC. Investments are not FDIC, NCUA insured, no bank or credit union guarantee, may lose value. Money Concepts Advisory Service is a registered investment advisor with the SEC.